personal evolution. I'm an evolutionary astrologer, a clairvoyant, and a thought leader, and I started this podcast to have eclectic and impactful conversations about astrology as well as all things spiritual and personal development. Hey, this is Sabrina Monarch of monarchastrology.com and Magic of the Spheres podcast. Again, I'm live on Instagram and also recording this YouTube video, and today I'm going to be talking about the transit that we're currently experiencing of Pluto and Capricorn square the lunar nodes. The lunar nodes just entered Libra and Aries, and this Pluto square the nodes has been in orb for a while, but it's going exact on July 22nd, if we didn't need another dramatic transit for July. Um, But I want to be sharing like what this is evoking for us at a psychological level. Last night before um, going to bed, I was praying about like transmitting or like downloading insight on this current transit of Pluto square the nodes. And I had these very dramatic, very psychologically provocative dreams. And a lot of them happened in like a war zone. So something was definitely moving and churning. And Aries, of course, is a North Node and Aries relating to, um, sorry, let me turn off these, these noises here. Um, Gonna adjust this. Okay, so just to um, set a few things up. When planets square the nodes, it relates to a crisis in integration. The planet squaring the lunar nodes is up for major integration, and the lunar nodes represent psychological or personality extremes that um, we're vacillating or seesawing between. So you might have this in your natal chart, or when it's happening by transit, it's more of like an event. It's like a psychological thing that's happening in the air, right? So Pluto um, represents generally, it's this force of nature, right? It is the ultimate evolutionary um, impulse or thrust or momentum of the soul and of nature itself. Right, It is the big bang and that explosion and the way that that has rippled through everything that has been created into this moment. It is the entire um, storyline of genetic and biological drives that related to um, our romantic experiences and the hormones and chemicals that happen in our body when we are attracted to someone, right? That that's not just your own personal emotional experience but it is the tip of a wave that has been billions of years in the making, right? So Pluto is this um, deep beyond force. It is larger than us. It is larger than our personality. And in a day-to-day or like in your human incarnation life, Pluto is the thing that made you want to exist in the first place. And then you also came here and got a personality and an identity and an ego. And the soul is inherently like life-giving, right? It animates us. It is um, the thing that we really deeply desire. 
but our ego um, can participate with it and ally with it or be very threatened by what the soul wants um, because it goes against its concept of itself. So throughout the kind of mythic journey of opening up to who we are in this life, it is about allying with our soul and also peeling back the layers um, of ego and personality that are resistant to that very process of soul awakening in this life. In Pluto and Capricorn, as it's currently square the nodes, there's something going on with the soul that's like up for crisis or integration at the moment, but it's specifically around Capricorn themes as Pluto's in that sign, around things like responsibility or taking full soul level responsibility for things in our lives. And if you think about that, contrasting the Aries Libra axis, there's some theme around how we're taking deep personal responsibility at a soul level in matters of our own kind of personal desire and momentum and impulse and where we want to go and who we want to become Aries with our relationships, Libra. And so the Aries Libra axis um, can bring up relational conflict, right? Because Aries is conflict oriented in some sense. It is um, goal oriented or it's moving in a direction. It has a personal agenda. And then Libra is how we become like a dyad or how we relate. And sometimes we have different um, or oftentimes you know, we're complex individual beings and we have different desires or agendas or motives or whatnot than other people. So when we come into contact with others, um, there is naturally a friction. And if there isn't a friction and if we're just going along with everything, then there might be even really a friction inside of that because something is being... Um, you know, not integrated inside of that. Like if we're just a people pleaser, if we're fawning or something, then there's like um, something missing in translation in terms of the relationship. So when it comes to soul level responsibility inside of this uh, question of personal direction, Aries North Node and relationship, Libra South Node, um, it really has me thinking about the energy of like a breakup and how after a breakup there's like unresolved feelings and emotions and sometimes like blame it's like well that person was toxic they did this toxic thing they're you know all of that and how at a deeper kind of like healing level or integrating the lesson of the relationship there's a sense of uncovering how did i participate how was I part of this? Um, how did I get involved? Right? And that ends up creating a lot of um, healing or like the capacity to actually integrate and move forward. So I'm going to come back to that later. But um, a few other thoughts about Capricorn or Pluto and Capricorn is that it's going to be a deeper examination of our relationship to responsibility and commitment. Right. And like commitment essentially um, can ask of us that we do things that we don't feel like. Right. Feeling like it is um, a different energy. Capricorn doesn't always care about what we feel like. And in that, there's a lot of space for distortion, because if we are so far on the extreme of denying um, our soft animal body and its needs and desires, 
then we can become very um, dry. Like we have a dry emotional life and we live by force. So that type of commitment or, you know, always doing the hard things is not necessarily it either. Um, so there's a deeper examination of how um, how balanced even like Libra, if we're going to bring in that archetype, we are with our relationship with Capricorn in terms of our responsibility responsibilities, but especially responsibility when it comes to the deeper soul impulse inside of us. And so um, that is about how intimate, how related we are to our deepest innermost essence, as opposed to if we avoid it and just keep brushing it off. Pluto and Capricorn can also symbolize a resistance to doing things differently. After we've already established some tried and true way of our personal success, right? So I was thinking of like maybe an artist who has like a really specific style of way that they court the muses and that they get their transmissions to come through. And now that particular method is running really dry for them. And they've become attached to their ritual of becoming inspired and are resistant to changing it. Or maybe um, it could be in terms of like, you know, personal career stuff, like a certain way that you've been running operations and you're getting tired of it. Maybe it's still working in some sense. Um, maybe it's still yielding results, but maybe you're feeling more taxed or tired or something like that. And it's not feeling like appropriate for your energy anymore. And so we'll get these kind of nudges that change is necessary. But then psychologically, with Pluto and Capricorn, we can feel threatened um, when these systems or these ways that we've operated have actually housed us in some kind of security, right? Where it's like, I'm secure because of the home that I live in. This way that I operate is where I've outsourced my sense of safety or like I can handle the unknown because I have my methods and my structures and whatnot. And so feeling the... Um, the deep anxiety actually of being challenged to change some of those things. And that might especially be brought up if you are endeavoring on something extremely new, North Node and Aries, where you do actually need new methods to um, live into the new life that you're calling in. It can also show up in relationships because relationships really change um, our lives, right? It changes how we're orienting to our um, routines and what we're creating together with another person. And so that could be another instance where our sense of like, we're not able to use our tried and true systems anymore, right? Or we're gripping onto them and noticing that. And then one more point about Pluto and Capricorn before I start talking about the um, kind of vacillating between Aries and Libra part even more. But psychologically, Pluto and Capricorn can also tend toward this... Um, expression of keeping it together or presenting as highly capable right like even here as like the astrologer being like here's my wisdom here's my insight that is me playing into like I have knowledge and like you know I'm doing this professional thing right now when actually like internally with my process with astrology right now I found that my channel was running uh, more dry when I was relying on that personality archetype that actually the thing that's reinvigorating my channeling process is going deep into and sitting with my own material that I, for whatever reason, want to avoid. So when I go into that and actually face it, this 
energy emerges or I'm like, I touch life, right? I touch the life that's inside of me. I feel sensitized and open and then more inspired to do the Capricorn. Like I'm going to talk about astrology thing. So I'm going through my own, you know, thing with that too. Like in terms of, I sat down to try to write the weekly forecast this weekend like I went back to my old ritual that I did for seven years straight and I was like you know what it's time to be committed to this practice again I'm gonna write and my body did not want to do it and what came through when I was sitting there is that I actually want to practice getting on lives and being on video more because that's like that's a space I want to grow into and I feel like my body is more open for that ride than like sitting and like writing a forecast for a few hours straight like I used to and I used to have no problem with it but now I do so I digress but that's been kind of my own process at the moment of readjusting structures it's nowhere near finished I'm still very much in it but anyway it's like this energy of having it together with Pluto and Capricorn um, can become increasingly stifling when um when there's something underneath it that actually needs to be addressed. And when I was thinking about this, it's like perfection is not asked of us. Like everyone has problems. It's not a problem to have problems. But there is this kind of stiffness and scaredness that can come up with Capricorn or Pluto and Capricorn where it's like a threat, where it's like no one can see that I'm vulnerable in this way because then I won't be taken seriously in this particular situation. It's like I need to have this kind of authority to be safe in the world. And it's like there's kind of like a spectrum or a degree to which like having that internal like rightness and confidence about what you're doing is great but like let it be authentic let it come from a real place and if it's not like do the the inner work to bring it to that place as opposed to relying on the kind of like fake it till you make it like look a certain way act a certain way thing which is gonna have like some level of inauthenticity that you can like smell underneath it um but also when i'm tuning into this it's like there's a deep amount of de-armoring or transformation that can occur when we let ourselves be present with the thing that's underneath right the thing that feels vulnerable um, that hides behind capability our, our inner psychological life a lot of people do um rely on their strengths to compensate for their weaknesses and for a period of time that might actually really like help you through a difficult situation because you have this strong part of you that you put to the front and you let it lead the rest of your body and psyche through a challenging experience and then there comes a time where life actually confronts you and like knocks at the door of like the weaker part of you so to say and you can't use that strong part of you to compensate for it. And it feels very um, challenging and threatening and at times even terror inducing to be touched or provoked in those spots where you don't feel like you have strength. And I think that part of the you know, personality or ego dismantling that could be happening with this alignment of Pluto square the nodes is like how our challenges or relationship challenges push up against that part that's like, hey, this is something that you've been able to like hide behind this particular wall, 
but now it's time for this part to also see the light of day and grow up and express itself and whatnot. So inside of all of this, like having structures and having architecture um, is not inherently wrong. It would just be, I would say, be mindful of when those structures are mechanisms to not feel vulnerable and that um, if no attention is put on the vulnerable part behind the structure, the schism between those two becomes increasingly threatening where it's like we start to put our safety on the wall or the structure because we don't trust that we can actually be with the thing that's behind it. Um, so the difference being that when we do actually pay attention to and like self-parent and be with that other part, um, that it might actually reinvigorate or re-inspire how we do structure to begin with too. Okay, so then, you know, as if you're on Instagram and maybe caught this part way through, we're talking about Pluto, square the lunar nodes. So I just was talking about Pluto and Capricorn, and now I'm going to share what it's like for it to be vacillating between the extremes of the Aries and Libra nodes, right? So we're talking about deep soul level responsibility. And when a planet squares the nodes, you get these extremes of the nodes that ping pong off of the other. So generally, we're looking at the kind of extreme of codependence with Libra, and then the extreme of like self-reliance or like a lone wolf kind of energy with Aries. And back to like the breakup metaphor that I was using, it's like you could get so lost and codependent inside of a relationship and really sacrifice a lot of important parts of yourself, you know, make agreements that aren't true for you, put up with a lot of stuff, and then you start to get angry. Like things start to get bad enough that it wakes up your solar plexus and you're like, fuck this, I will not take any more of this, this has crossed the line, and that Aries fire starts to build and then there's this whole kind of like severance, like I'm done, right? And all of that happened because there was already the imbalance of like being too like, I think like the Libra side is like open kind of for the, the winds of relationship of like, let me try on this value and let me try on this value before like having that fully integrated Pluto and Capricorn, like this is like the pillar of my soul. Like this is where I stand. This is what I know about what I value. So if that's not there and we're actually learning through relationship and then we get super mad and we're like, that was toxic and fuck that person. And I'm like, whatever. And there's like a lot of energy, like that's fine, but that's a pendulum swing, right? So it's not necessarily the deepest truth that, oh yeah, that other person like was so toxic. It's like there was two to tango. There was like something that happened. There's personal responsibility inside of it too. So as I was thinking about that dynamic, um, it had me think about, you know, and I also have had my own experiences throughout my life of relationships coming to an end, like haven't we all, but like in a way that took a lot of time to integrate and had me look at a lot of difficult things um, and had me feeling a lot of like tumultuous emotions, right? And I think inside of that process, like it's actually such an alchemical space to gain insight about what happened, really learn from it. And there's a um, kind of like a neutrality or a peace or a rightness that can emerge after. 
where it's not like a a forced forgiveness of like you know I appreciate all my experiences like yay kind of thing but it's like actually like this deep landed like oh I saw what I did there like how I called that in I see how that person was like a soul level ally for this journey to unfold I've been reading this book um, called The Shaman's Body by um, Arnold Mendel um, that something in it is talking about our body symptoms like when we're sick is like part of basically the dreaming body Um, and that we have like a western culture orientation towards simply like fixing these problems and making them go away as opposed to like hearing the dream symbol inside of it for me i've had like certain physical symptoms in the last few years that um my deepest like breakthrough and actually getting them to move and stop bothering me if you will is to understand the dream symbol message behind it and the book is talking not just about body symptoms but actually even like relationship or community ruptures and that was really interesting to think about where it's like if you have like a relational conflict which aries libra nodes will probably highlight what is the deeper symbol or message that's coming through that And I think that when we reject that learning by, you know, blame and it's just like the other person's problem or we have like this kind of shame that restricts us from looking at it. Like if we can be really curious about what is this dream simple trying to tell me, um, that may be where the magic comes through. But I digressed a little bit. I wanted to like really specify what the extremes of Libra and Aries are. And I just simply said you know, Libra is going to be more that codependent extreme and Aries is that like lone wolf extreme, but there's more to it than that. So for the South Node and Libra, some of the patterns can be um, basically like trying to find security and safety and like rightness in life by the collaboration and the dance with others, right? Like Libra oriented people have that skill. And when it goes to too much of an extreme, there can be like a self-loss or a sense of not having our own personal orientation. And there may be these times where we agree to things or make relational um, agreements that go against a core part of ourselves, right? That either we know and we're consciously sacrificing for the sake of relationship Or maybe we actually haven't figured it out and relationship is the training ground where we're learning that. Um, And I'm going to leave that thought there. But inside of this extreme with the Libra South Node, there can also be like a, um, if we bring it into like trauma responses, like the fawning, like being... um, nice and agreeable and trying to smooth things over and trying to keep peace at all times right and you can imagine that if you do this to such an extreme that you are bypassing or overriding important things for you um, it's going to create imbalances in your life even though libra is all about balance and another thing here to mention too is that there is a kind of way if we're um making compromises or relationship agreements or trying to act a certain way in order to keep relationship 
it does create distortion inside of ourselves and inside of the relationship because what we're offering to the relationship is a mask um, a veneer and not like the actual deeper thing so it starts to create these like frictions that can get louder and louder and if you see pluto square the nodes i mean that might be a way that that's starting to come up of like the boundaries pluto and capricorn of that actual behavior pattern um you know it would be kind of like i feel like in a lot of these um tv show or film plots where one of the characters is like maintaining like a lie and it starts out like a small lie but then in order to keep that lie up they have to like um keep adding all this like enormous stuff on top of it to the point where they create this um, situation where they get revealed anyway. And so Pluto and Capricorn, like Pluto relates to those kinds of reveals or things coming to the surface. And I just use lying here because that's kind of a, I think a thing you might notice in TV shows or movies when someone's lying, the drama of the actual plot is that the environment and the story that magnifies around it makes it harder and harder for that thing to not come to the surface. So if we bring that back to making false agreements or things, you know, making compromises on something that's not true, it's like, how does life up the ante to bring that part to the surface where it's like, I actually can't uh, maintain that agreement anymore. Like that wasn't true and we need to renegotiate or I need to come clean about what I really desire. And then for the North Node and Aries extremes, there's just this kind of like rugged individualism, like fuck everyone, I'll do it myself kind of thing. And like Aries isn't necessarily misanthropic, but there is a sense that Aries has its um, pulse on its own desires and like what it wants to do. And the kind of like orienting to other and collaborating is the Libra skill set. And so at times, like when Aries is really focused on like, this is what I want and this is where I'm going, um, people don't naturally necessarily participate unless they see the purity in it and they're inspired and they're like, oh, that's so brave. Like, let me support you. Sometimes it's like um, they're just like a little bit unnerved at the directness or like there's not like that kind of social relatability, like frequency coming through it. And Aries will experience this resistance from other people where they feel rejected or just not supported. And so then psychologically, they will rely on their own strength to just get to where they want to go and not have to involve teamwork because teamwork is slow teamwork involves negotiation teamwork might involve considering options or changing plans and Aries doesn't have the patience for that and it's like let's just cut the inconvenience of that and I'm gonna do what I want right so in addition to that it could also be the fighting trauma response as opposed to fawning or it could be using the force or strength or resources that one has in terms of their strength to um bulldoze others right to like get what they want um in ways that may or may not be fully conscious and so either extreme in terms of how we relate to relationship and if we're thinking about this kind of like integration of pluto and capricorn in terms of our self-responsibility at a soul level either if we are you know, not fully aware of the thing that we want to stand for and orient to as our truth, and we um, 
are kind of like overly flexible or codependent in relationships and make agreements that aren't true for us or if we're very fucking sure about what we want and we don't care what anyone else thinks and we're just gonna make what we want happen with force, like both of those create distortions in terms of our um, relationships and our direction in life. They both can hold this threat of manipulation of either charming people into getting on board with you or bulldozing them into the position of getting on board with you, right, at either extreme. And then there is the dynamic of how these can pendulum to uh, like back and forth with Aries and Libra. Whenever we have a planet square the nodes, um, it's up for integration, but it, it pendulums. So either extreme naturally constellates the extreme of the other. So a few examples of this. One that I brought up earlier in terms of like the, the breakup example, um, but maybe here a little bit more generally. So when we bend over backwards for others or are codependent and lose ourselves in relationship, which is the Libra extreme, eventually we begin to gather up um, anger and frustration, that solar plexus activation, where the situation gets bad enough that we access this deep no or like no more, right? And however, what we're saying no to is something that didn't necessarily have to happen in the first place. It happened because we made agreements that weren't totally true for us, but maybe we were learning that. We didn't actually know at the beginning, right? So there was a, a certain degree of learning through experience. And then the conflict itself is actually a teacher um, for what our values are. Um, but there can be that pendulum of like, well, I'm just so angry and like, I'm going to blame that other person and that's it and like create this kind of defense around the deeper kind of integration or softening or like realization of what that whole thing symbolized and what it was actually teaching and then on the other hand if we're in the aries extreme and we feel like everything's a fight and we need to um, pursue everything and chase everything and fight for everything um we can be relying on our own strength to do everything and collaboration feels too slow or cumbersome and there's a loneliness there, right? There's this sense of like, it's tiring and I have to do this all myself and I'm lonely, right? And maybe even an anger around having to do everything alone. And I think that this then flips to the opposite, like Libra side of the spectrum in that when a person has oriented to solitude and being solo or being self-oriented most of the time, relationship is a difficult thing to then balance to. It's like such an opposition, right? And I think it can, like part of Libra and part of the whole like Aries Capricorn Libra dynamic that I'm pointing to here is like having some degree of rightness or responsibility in terms of what's ours, Aries, and what our expectations and agreements are in relationship, Libra. And I think of like the, the Aries type who's so solo oriented that when relationship opens up after this long period of being alone, that relationship, the opposite pendulum to the codependency could still happen. But this time in this kind of like, almost like savior energy of like, this person is like, is worth relationship. Like this relationship, you know, after being alone or after these various disappointments, like this is it, right? And so this sense of getting, um, bringing all that like excitement 
right? And passion, Aries. But into this spot of then projecting expectations um, onto the other person that may not be um, based on what the situation actually is, but it's still that kind of internal, this is what I think they should be, or this is what I think ought to happen in relationship. Um, and then that creating frictions, of course, in the relationship when we have these expectations as opposed to like real agreements or collaboration with others. Um, I could see this creating um, either a reinforcement of, oh, relationship is hard. I should just do things myself. This is cumbersome and tiring and it's taking too much energy to deal with these problems. Or it could create a certain kind of fire and willingness of like, I actually want to apply myself, like my Aries underdog energy to learn the art of relationship, even though this is a place where I feel kind of like the underdog and like, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, and then having that kind of willpower and energy come forth to learn, you know, Libra is very intellectual in some sense too. So it's like learning the practices um, or the intellectual arts of love and relationship um, and applying oneself to that. So that's kind of like maybe already here speaking to the possible integration that could happen. Um, one other thing I wanted to say about that too, though, is that when we're coming from this fighter orientation and everything is a fight, and then our relationships are a fight, the relationship, the mirror of it, ultimately shows back to ourselves what we're fighting within ourselves. So I think part of the deeper Aries Libra integration is making peace, like real peace, not false, like fawning peace with the inner, um, inner war inside of us, right? And that's going to radically change how we relate also. And that's a very, I think there's like a, a loftiness in that idea. I think I, I bring this up before about like a pamphlet I saw about like a peace studies program and this man who is seeking to understand the question of peace realized that it came down to um, ending the war that existed inside of him first and foremost and then living in reality from a place that like radiates that. And I think that's a great example of Pluto and Capricorn integrating through the Aries Libra nodes because there's this deep, you know, either Pluto and Capricorn is avoiding soul level responsibility by blaming and by persecuting and by being like, that's the problem outside of me and I have nothing to do with it, you know, or like this deep, like sober rightness within oneself, alchemizing one's lessons and acting in reality from a place of integrity, right? Even when it would be easier to just kind of like socially casually relate and fawn and be codependent, even when it would be easier to just uh, storm out and say, fuck all of you, like I'm done. Like what is actually the Pluto and Capricorn like soul rightness responsibility in the middle of that? And so in closing, uh, the integration currently. I think a lot of these themes I'm talking about actually probably require like a longer term game. It's not just like something we figure out this week, but it is activated or it is in the fields this week. But I think that the integration of Pluto and Capricorn into the lunar nodes in Aries and Libra is about um, more responsibly engaging the truth of our soul as it shows up in our personal direction, Aries, our relationship to impulse, and then um, also our relationships, Libra. 
right? And the dance of being able to be authentic moment to moment in relationship, not cataloging things away because a part of us is repressed and we like just store it somewhere else. Um, I think the Aries Libra, like art and dynamic of relationship is actually being able to be in relationship to our impulses in the now moment and stay connected at the same time. But there's a deeper sorting out to do that is maybe showing up through the imbalances that are showing up in our life around what we really desire, what our true standards are for ourselves, the way we want to live and how we want to be in relationship, right? So if loneliness or um, the desire for belonging compromise our sense of rightness with our path, that could be something to look at. I think the North Node in Aries suggests like a little bit of that sense of doing things on our own or like having the courage to be alone in some spots. Um, however, in terms of the, um, the actual transit itself, let me just look back at this. Pluto is um, actually integrating, it's said, through the south node in Libra. So there may actually be important negotiations or like relational things that are showing up to actually help um, this deeper inquiry, inquiry unfold. Um, something that we're also sorting out is what's ours to hold and be responsible for, like what truly belongs to us versus what we're projecting onto others and expecting them to hold or take responsibility for, right? And that might surprise us. Um, as well as, you know, material maybe that people are projecting onto us and how we're either holding that, like what's ours to hold or relate to within that versus where we actually have a boundary or it's not true for us to take on that projection. So I think there's some... Like Pluto and Capricorn would be the power, I think, in um, being able to define where things belong, right? Like the boundaries and the lines of things, as opposed to this kind of um, free for all, like all my psychological stuff is yours and all your psychological stuff is mine. And like the kind of mishmash that that creates, it's like there's actually some distinction um, and a deeper psychological self-holding maybe that's being asked for um, within ourselves and while we can't control how other people are showing up there are the spots where we see where we maybe hook into um, taking responsibility for other people's problems or projections of us and like the sneaky ways that that tends to show up and while we are um vacillating basically between this Capricorn, Libra, Aries, Pluto, and Node situation, I think negotiations um, or relationship conflict could have a lot of charge to them or even punishment. Um, whether or not that's expressed, it could just be, you know, the angst that we feel of like, you know, you did this or I messed up, like I'm so bad or you don't deserve my presence, you don't deserve my energy or you know, I deserve this, I'm better than this, like all this kind of angst and drama around um, this kind of like punisher energy, which is a, a Pluto and Capricorn undercurrent for sure. And I think that when we get deeper into the truth of the matter, where we have personal responsibility and a sense of sobriety and how we were involved in the situation, how we participated in creating it and where we can really actually accept and acknowledge 
um, that in ourselves allow that information to move us practice like acceptance of ourselves and even like a lot of self-kindness really um, that as we sit with the gravity of the impact of our relationship conflicts and our relationship disappointments and allow that grief and allow that insight and wisdom in I think that the punisher charge or the like that person's bad or I'm bad or they fucked up the relationship they did me so bad etc like all of that can really soften and neutralize and I think that Pluto and Capricorn squaring the nodes may ultimately want us to feel what we have been too defended around right like where we are really unbothered because we are busy doing important shit and we can't think about it um that's one version of you know defense um where we've been too self-righteous where we've been too blaming to feel what this material is um so that may be kind of why things get activated in terms of conflicts or dreams or whatever it is where you feel like pluto is kind of infusing you in your life at this moment and that ultimately all of this can serve the purpose to help us to become better warriors aries as well as better lovers libra to take what we've been given this life um, with seriousness capricorn that we can bring forth a life of quality of excellence even not in a tyrannical way but in like a true way um, and stop siphoning that into these places where we actually leak our power. So I'm going to close out the YouTube here. Thank you for watching. I did forget to say at the beginning to please like this video and leave a comment and let me know what resonates with you. I'm going to stay on the IG live for a few minutes just in case anyone has any questions. Thanks for watching. Thank you.